Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Kate. That's Dave. Hello. The soup of the day is, I don't remember what you said, so ham and pea soup, it, yeah. I guess. Well, you hate pea soup. I do, but... You like ham and pea soup? Nope. Oh, you just said it. Yeah, it's the only one I could think of. Oh, okay. And then I remembered the good one. Which was? Uh, don't say it. We're going to save it. Okay. Uh, sorry that we missed a week. I'm not sorry. Well, it was a nice break. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't want to do research, like this week when I half-assed all my research. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) I've been having a rough week. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to talk about it, but it's been a rough week. Okay. Also, I started watching the show that I was supposed to do my research on. I watched an episode and a bit of the second one, and I'm just, it bored me, so... I just read about it. Okay. Yeah, reading's better. See, originally... Uh, by the way, guys, we're doing cults. <laughs> yes. Originally, I was going to do um, Jonestown, because it's, like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Not, like, favorite, like you, but you know what I mean. Like, it's an incredibly interesting... It's a fantastic story, yes. We talked about it a bit Yeah. back in the day. Yeah, so I wanted to do that. But because, again, like, we've been having rough weeks, we needed breaks, um... I didn't want to do something dark because I didn't want to take myself <laughs> to that place. That's smart. So I did happy cults. Well, I did one happy cult. <laughs> and then and I did. Then. And then I also did one that was, we'll start it off, but it was just fucked up. And I was like, this is fucked up. We have to talk about this. All right. Okay. I'm excited. Um, I do have one thing to talk to you about. Remember our ghostly episode? And we talked about... Um, John Hancock and John Henry. Yeah. Well, my mom listened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she knows why um, so, why they're interchangeable because John Henry is the westernized like cowboy version of saying John Hancock. Mm, it's like a cowboy slang. Okay. So it is a thing because yeah. I just didn't believe it was a thing. It's a thing. All right. So and it's all thanks to those cowboys. Well, thanks, April. Yeah. That was our... Uh... April minute. I don't know what I was going to (laughs) say. doesn't matter. Um, You can find us on Twitter at SassAteMyBaby, Instagram and Facebook at SasquatchAteMyBaby, and you can email us uh, SasquatchAteMyBaby at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, do that shit. Yeah, you can join the 26 other people who have actually done that. (laughs) 26, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's more than a lot of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, friends. Yes. We really appreciate it. Um, Even if you just comment, like, just be glad we didn't send you a dick pic. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say we got a dick pic? Uh, your sister sent us a, like, a silly putty dick. Through what? The email? Yeah. And then oh, um, listener Desiree also sent um, to me privately a <laughs> picture of her listening to our podcast with a dick grown drawn on grown <laughs> our podcast grew a dick drawn on top of it so thank you friends perfect thank you what the fuck was i supposed to say i don't know but you're gonna tell us a fun story of something you did this week okay well i'm not gonna tell you the whole story but oh, yeah just a, it's a story so this week end i was hanging out in victoria Oh, I have a couple stories, actually. There's a lot going on in my life because we've been gone for two weeks. <laughs> so I was hanging down in Victoria and uh, the person that I was with took me fucking axe throwing and it is the greatest sport to ever exist. It gets out all your aggression and it turns out I'm pretty good at it. Now, and that's fucking axe throwing, not just axe throwing. It's a whole nother level. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, <laughs> if you haven't had a chance to throw an axe, guys, I don't care if it's in your... Well, don't do it in your backyard. Go Do it yeah, in a state. Do it in your backyard. Just put a log up. Yeah, put a log up and don't throw it at your friends. Nobody said that. <laughs> but holy shit, that was fun. Were you allowed to drink? Was it a bar? No. But I had a Caesar beforehand, so I mean... Well, my buddy Ryan, who we've talked about on the show in the past, um, he lives in Nova Scotia and there, there's a bar there with yeah. axe throwing. Seems like they shouldn't go hand in hand. But. Yeah, but darts do. So yeah, but darts aren't axes. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I didn't ask you this before. 
But I saw you make the motion. It was a two-handed big axe? Yeah. Was there like hatchets too you that could, you could throw yeah you could do um one-handed hatchets and then the lady that was there facilitating it also showed us some trick shots so she like showed us how to throw it one-handed underhand and then she also because we were pretty good at it i'm just saying the other couple wasn't <laughs> as good as us um but she also brought us like a sharp shovel to throw at it oh that's cool yeah that was fun too i feel like if you're gonna do axe throwing and shovel throwing apparently you should just <laughs> add knives into the mix um, she said that they do have knives, but they're not allowed to use them with the general public. Why? Um, probably because knives are, I don't know, pointier. <laughs> you ever had an axe thrown at you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no, 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 I did ask why. It's because, um, the, they can fly through the chain link and go into the other people's things and hit them. Oh, so like there's people on the other side. Of yeah. That. So they're like, it's like five different like rows. Mm-hmm. And, um, like lanes, like a bowling alley. It's like bowling, but like so much more aggressive and well, way better. there's people on the other side of you. There's not just people beside you. There's people over there too. No, no, no. Like not in front of you. So then what chain link is this knife going to go through that's going to hurt somebody? Well, what if you sideways throw it? <laughs> I don't what know. if you sideways, I guess you're in a cage. Yeah. But so the, the, you can't get to the people beside you. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense. But ultimately, I learned a zombie survival skill. And now my mom's proud of me because I can help <laughs> protect her from zombies. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. That's pretty decent at it. I want my home. Like, I want one in my home. Well, if I got a like a, a big enough round... I could do it in the backyard. Can we please? <laughs> yeah, we just need to get some wood. Yeah. And different axes because I'm not going to throw my axes. I'll go to the hardware store and buy all the axes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll throw some knives though. I got lots of knives I'll throw. <laughs> okay. Um, the other thing that I have going on in my life. So after we had our last episode, we Which went. was a while ago. Yeah. We went for drinks. Yes. Do you okay, know what? Yeah. I, do you remember what I discovered then? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> before we recorded our last episode, I had just gone and finished taking care of my ex having his wisdom teeth removed, which, by the way, costs like a fortune. But luckily, like we had benefits and stuff. Um, but yeah, he was messed up for like a day or so, and so yeah, Dave and I had talked about that before the podcast, and then after the podcast, we went for drinks, and I discovered. After 15 years of me thinking I'm an evolved human with no wisdom teeth. Above others. Above others. Like literally bragging to people's faces. Like basically you weren't born with a, what's the th- organ that you don't need? An uh, appendix? Yeah, the appendix. You were thinking you were like that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm the <laughs> next line of human. <laughs> I thought you'd be taller. <laughs> Thanks. But I'm growing an extra. I was growing an extra too. Oh, so that's why you're short. Like, <laughs> like a motherfucking shark. So I call up my dentist, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we can see it in this X-ray from 2007." You just we just didn't tell you. We just de- you developed late, so we didn't know. Um, yeah. So within two days, I had it removed, and so there's others, right? I have one more. Yeah. I thought there was four. I only have two. Oh, so you're half evolved. <laughs> half evolved. Um, I haven't had my wisdom teeth out. Hold on. Did they grow in? I don't know. Dave is currently counting his teeth. You should have seven on each side. No, I'm not counting. I'm just feeling under the gum in the back there. Well, count them from the front one right. back. One, well, I'm missing two. One. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's seven. Okay, so you don't have any yet. Nope. Maybe I'm evolved. You might be evolved. Um, yeah. That's why I'm so tall. <laughs> I'm an average height. You're pretty tall. For like worldwide standards, but not really like North American standards. I'm average. What are you, 6'2"? Six 6'1". Six oh. You seem taller. It's because you're so short. I know. I'm like, <laughs> are you like seven feet? Like, I'm not great at judging distances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. So, um, I feel like there was something I had to say that I'm not a shark dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard my bad. I've heard that song. Oh, um, no, I heard it twice. I thought I heard it three times today. All right, let's see what, what my phone's doing. 
All right. I'm going to text this person and continue talking into this thing because I'm professional. There. Done. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a professional podcast. What are you talking about? This is us wanting to have a beer together once a week. (laughs) Yeah. It's good times. Um, All right. Well, so should we start the show? Sure. All right. I'll press record. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to make sure I actually did it. Um, all right, you're going first with a happy or a sad. I'm gonna start with well, it's not sad, it's just fucked up. Alright. Yeah. It's short though. Alright. Have you heard of the Church of Euthanasia? No, but I'm intrigued. Okay. So it started started by Reverend Chris Corda. Um, he's a DJ or electronic musician, as well as a software developer along with Pastor Kim, a.k.a. Robert Kimberg, in 1992. I don't know Robert Kimberg's deal. He does not make electronic music. (laughs) (laughs) But he's in the church. Yeah, he's like a main dude. All right, all right. Okay. So the cult is the only anti-human cult on the market. (laughs) Okay, so by euthanasia, they mean they just want people to start dying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they describe themselves as a non-profit educational foundation devoted to restoring the balance between humans and the remaining species on Earth. If they really believed in what their causes, shouldn't they kill themselves? Yep. And they encourage it. No, but like those two. Oh, those have not. No, they haven't. Fucking. But they encourage other people to do so. That's horseshit. So they preach abortion, cannibalism of already dead humans. Oh, I'm all for that. Mm Mm-hmm. Only uh, if it's ethical, though. Yeah. Like, if you want me to eat you, I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. Um, they encourage suicide, and they encourage sodomy because it is um, a sexual act without the purpose no of procreation. procreation yeah. yeah. Okay, so. but, okay, so the whole eating people, mm-hmm. that doesn't really help with uh, lowering the population. I think that's just a that's just fun, fun. <laughs> fun thing they've added to it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, their only command commandment, I don't know why, commandment. <laughs> is kill yourself? No, is thou shall not procreate. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Although popular slogans they have include save the planet, kill yourself, and eat a queer fe- fetus for Jesus. Eat a queer fetus for Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Um, as well as six billion humans can't be wrong. Well, there's more than that, but I think that's probably something to do with like people killing themselves. I don't actually know where the context of that is, but maybe it's because there was like six billion people in 1992. <laughs> okay. Because there's like seven and a half now. Right. Oh yeah. The population. Of the world. Yes. You said billion, right? Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. But what are they not wrong about? Because they all want to live. I don't know. (laughs) So maybe it is something else. I I should call them up and be like, hey, uh, DJ Chris Corda. (laughs) Is it still going? Oh, it's still going. Do they have followers? Yep. Do they kill themselves? Well, at one point, the website of the church included instructions on how to kill yourself um, with using helium, but it was removed after a 52-year-old woman killed herself and legal threat was forced forced them to remove it. Hmm. So that woman's family was like, hey, what you're doing is probably not okay. Well, no, it's fucking weird, but they have the legal right to say it, don't they? I guess I just don't want to get sued. Yeah. How do you kill yourself with helium? Well... Breathe it in, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. So you shouldn't be sucking on helium balloons? Well, you're not really supposed to, no. Hmm. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Apparently there's... I just saw it when I was scrolling through YouTube once, but then I didn't click on it. Whatever gas the Mythbusters do is filled a balloon with whatever gas it was, and it made your voice lower. Lower? Yeah. Helium makes it higher. This made it lower. Reverse helium. Whatever gas it was, yeah. yeah that's the element on the... Yeah, reverse <laughs> helium, yeah. 
Okay. How cool is that, though? Don't you want to have a low voice? No. <laughs> you don't even want to try it? No. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Okay. So this is my last fact about the church. And I'm curious what your reaction is. All right. And I'll tell you my reaction after. Okay. Another controversial aspect of this church is following 9-11, they released video footage of the Trade Center collapse um, set to Corda's original music with lyrics that say, people dive in the street while I play with my meat. And it was spliced with video footage of a man masturbating and cleaning himself up with an American flag. Wow. And you want my opinion? What do you want from me? Your reaction. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. It's definitely weird. Mine was just straight up, what the actual fuck? Like, yeah. I straight up said it. I, I get it. They, <laughs> they want people to die. It makes sense that they would do that. That's just disrespectful at that point. That's the kid in the back of the classroom in ninth grade that's just being a dick to the teacher for literally no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, I once, right after, like, a few months probably after 9-11, maybe a couple of years, I don't know, but I saw a video of the people jumping set to... Uh, I believe I can fly. No, it was oh. free falling. Oh, no, that's worse. That's <laughs> pretty bad. Oh. So, yeah, the world's full of terrible people. Yeah. The internet's a grisly place. There's much worse things on it than that. Yeah. I like the happy portions of the internet. Like, like porn? <laughs> yeah. The good porn. Yeah. Not the scary, sad porn. Yeah. <laughs> the internet is mostly... Porn? Yes. <laughs> Mostly a bad place. Yeah. I don't know. I like the happy dog videos. Like, yeah, this dog learned how to figure out how to open doors. But did you know later that dog got put down for opening a door? <laughs> <laughs> what the actual fuck, Dave? Told you, it's a dark place. We're on the internet. It's dark. Oh. No, that dog's fine. That dog lived to be 98 years old. In dog years Human or people years. Ah! <laughs> Science. What's the oldest dog? Thirty-eight. You're just saying that. I think it's in its thirties. Still alive? Well, probably dead. Oldest dog in the world. Old Yeller. No, that dog died young. <laughs> Don't you remember how that ended? Uh, okay, so currently. It is the oldest dog. Bluey is an Australian cattle dog, holds the world record for oldest dog at 29 years and five months of age. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so um, Les Hall of Victoria, Australia, got Bluey as a puppy in 1910. The dog worked cattle, sheep, uh, cattle and sheep for nearly 20 years before being put to sleep in 1939. Wow. Wow. Good job, Bluey. Terrible name. It was 1910. It's not <laughs> like they had a lot of options of things. Name options. <laughs> People like me, we get names for our dogs off of television shows. Back then, they're like, well, we've got the primary colors. <laughs> <laughs> we need to name this dog. Well, the sky's blue today. <laughs> Or, I'm really sad today, but this dog's going to cheer me up. Blue. And that's how they got old yeller, because someone couldn't pronounce yellow. <laughs> that's true, isn't it? Because it was a yellow dog. Yeah, it was a lab. And then it got shot in the back of the head. I have only seen that movie once. And I cried so hard that I was forbidden from ever seeing it again. <laughs> Did I ever tell you I got forbidden from watching Bambi as well? Did you cry too much? Yeah. So. Or your dad wanted to give you venison and you were like, no, no, Bambi. I remember watching it a lot like as a really young child. Mm -hmm. And then when I was about 13 years old, I was like, I'm going to watch this nostalgic movie from my past. And so I put it on and I'm a very emotional person. Like I'm one of those like hot tears down my face kind of people. I watched Jane the Virgin <laughs> Weekly just to get that like weekly release of that cry i don't know what that is <laughs> a but really okay. good show to cry to okay. um and so i was watching it and i got so worked up in it that i 
like my, I guess this is before I knew I had asthma, I guess. Okay. <laughs> that I couldn't <laughs> breathe and I was like going <gasps> and crying for a half an hour after it was over and my mom came in and just said, you're forbidden from this movie. Have you watched it since? No. Oh. Yeah. You're following the rules. You know what? I made the mistake of watching it the first time. So. I don't even remember how that movie ends. Neither do I. Should we watch it? <laughs> do a mini episode on it? Yeah. Another movie that really hit me in like the crying dick. <laughs> Not giggle dick. I don't know yes. what to call it. Um, was the end of King Kong. Like the one with Jack Black in it. Why? I don't know. But I sobbed for like, again, a good hour on the floor after it happened. <laughs> How'd that one end? King Kong died? Um, Something like that. Again, it was 2015 <laughs> when I saw it. All right. There's a few that just like hit me so hard. I just cry. I mean, if I get invested in something, like if there's a long series that I'm invested in, I'll cry if something happens. Like you get invested in the characters. Do you cry at the beginning of Up? I've only ever seen it once and I did not. Oh, lame. I'm not much of a cartoon guy. Like I'll watch Rick and Morty, but... What? Like I'm not a Pixar guy. I'm a... I love everything. I love a story, though. But Up is legit, like, primo, primo yeah. movie yeah. telling. Yeah. No, it's good. Okay, I'll take <laughs> so, like, it. It's, like, really good. Like, just trust me on this one. I've seen it. It was fine. <laughs> uh, but my girl, I'll cry every time. Oh, yeah. So, my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one time when I was about six years old, um, some of my cousins were over, and we all watched that, but my dad had a cold and he like, again, hot, like and heavy crying, like probably in the Thomas J scene where it's like, Thomas J, wake up, wake up. Yeah. Um, he started bawling his eyes, <laughs> but because he was sick, he started blowing snot bubbles. <laughs> Gross. And no one in the family has ever let him down. <laughs> let him live it down. Yeah. All right. That's fair. You know what words I want to say. Yeah. Thanks for being my best friend. You got it, friend. You want to tell me your stuff? The story of this thing? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's uh, that Wild Wild Country documentary. But you didn't watch it. too long for me to watch. <laughs> How many episodes is it? It's like six. Oh, yeah. It's six hours worth of shit. I don't have it in me. <laughs> well, it's a deep topic, so. Yeah, and it's, it's not going to be deep right now. <laughs> If you want to know the story, go fucking watch it. On Netflix. Yeah, you all have Netflix, unless you're Craig. <laughs> Hi, Craig. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my comedy show. Not. Oh, I also did that this week, guys. Oh, you should talk about that. That's way more important than this. I don't even want to talk about this. It's so boring. Well, I just talked about it. It's done. Yeah, I mean, but you I, did so well. Uh, I made an anal joke, which my mom did not approve of. Which killed. <laughs> And I ended it with a daddy joke, so. I don't remember. In between, I forgot my jokes, got flustered. But don't worry, guys. I'm going to try again. It was your first time. Yeah. Uh, You said you were going to write a whole new set. Yeah. Are you? I've got two jokes so far. Are you going to tell the joke? The dildo joke? Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's a good joke. I'm going to open with that one. All right. Or maybe end with it. Either way. All right, let's talk about this shit. Okay. All right, so... uh, Rajneeshism. You know, wild, wild country shit. Mm -hmm. Do you know the story at all? Is this the one where they built a community outside of a town and then someone started poisoning the town? Yeah, basically. Okay, cool. That's all the interesting things you just said. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) All right, so they started calling this dude Osho, but his name was Begwan Sri Rajneesh. And yeah. That's a name. Now it's Rajneeshism. He's from India. Okay. He's a mystic dude. He was a leader. You know, people fucking loved him. Oh, Lola wants in. Let her in. <laughs> keep telling her story I'll keep and talking. I'll let the dog in. Um, all right, so I kind of wrote this backwards. Harlow's in. Now Lola. Hi, dogs. We've got guests in the studio, and I'm petting them both. <laughs> oh, hi, baby. All right, so I, I realized 
when I finished my research-ish that I didn't actually say what they believed in or did. <laughs> so I went back and did some more. Oh, okay. Um, so it's a re- it was described as a religionless religion. Makes sense? Isn't that what Don't a lot of those. these start at? It's okay. They're fake Birkenstocks. They can eat them. <laughs> if they were real, I might have a problem. But <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So it was a religious, religionless religion. Uh, they would, but they would always worship and meditate, and they'd all dress in orange and shit. Um, there was a book called Rajesh Rajneeshism. An introduction to Bhagwan Shri Rajneesh and his religion. That's really hard to say. <laughs> we choose a lot of things that we can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah. Well, the world's full of words. I don't know how to say. We need. Is that on the drinking game? I don't know. If it's not, it should be. It should be. Hello. Hi. Um, do you have something to say? I'm no. here, Kyle. <laughs> All right. Uh, so again, it's not a visual podcast. No. Some of the shit they believed in is they wanted like large cities to disappear and nations to disappear and be replaced by small communities with a communal way of life. Um, Osho uh, discouraged marriage and children because he saw them as prone to dysfunction and destructiveness. And people would even abandon their children before they'd move to the communes. Isn't that fucked up? It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. But it's not as fucked up as not this cult, but some other cults, like, their kids get molested in it. And they're like, that's just the cult. Well. That's partly why I didn't want to do a serious cult. (laughs) My thoughts on this whole thing, like, other than, like, the crimes that were committed... Seems like a pretty decent thing. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely was good for people, not good for other people because they started. Like if they had just accepted being a small commune and didn't try and mm-hmm. do all the other shit they did, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Like it was not bad. I don't even blame Osho. I blame this bitch Sheila. But we'll oh, talk about her yeah. later. Um, but also Osho was rich and he had ninety three Rolls Royces. 93? Yeah. 90, hold on. 93 Rolls Royces. Yeah. How? Okay, first of all, how much does one of those go for? Because oh, all I can think of is the scene in Pretty in Pink. Uh, no, 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 not Pretty in Pink. 16 Candles, where um, they're sitting in the Ro- Rolls Royce, and it's like, this is clearly a, like, a luxury car. Like, holy shit, we're in this. Well, like, yeah, they're intense cars. So... How much does one go for? Uh, I'm looking it up. Google it. Who has 93 Rolls Royces? Osho did. He was rich as fuck. How much is uh, Rolls? Uh, oh, that wants to tell me a Rolex, but. Those are expensive too. Let's see. So a 2019 one. What year is this again? Uh, Mid 80s. Hmm. How much is a Rolls Royce? In the 80s. So it's probably the same one as in 16 Candles. But 93 of them. So He probably rented it to them because he (gasps) rented them. Oh my God. John Hughes tidbit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, you recollect that. I'm going to keep reading. Yeah. Uh, So the organization, organization still exists today as the Osho International Foundation or OIF. And it operates, again, where it originated in Pune, Ashram, India. And the current leader is trying to downplay the events that we're about to talk about. Okay. <coughs> so, well, this is in euros. One. How much is in euros? Euro to... Let's go by American. Sure. Oh, but this is currently. Okay, let's just go in current days prices from the 1980s. Sure. No, that doesn't work. Let's just go. Okay. Hold on. All right, we'll talk into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided I'm going to look up the current selling price. You might as well. Because, I mean, we would find out how much the old price would be worth today anyway. So. Yeah. So in the 80s, the most basic one was 50 grand in euros or like 45 grand. In euros. Yeah, in euros. Okay. Okay. 
new and used Rolls Royce for sale. Auto Trader. Um, okay, so a 2008 Rolls Royce Phantom um, with 70K or 70,000K on it goes for $149,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah, a 2014 Rolls Royce Wraith with only 32,000 kilometers goes for $227,000. So let's say he got the cheapest one on this list. Well, he had 93 of them, so he must have had a whole bunch of different ones. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, they like estimated that the by the end of their reign, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. They had about like, well, over, not about $120 million. Which compared to the wow. Catholics ain't nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's the ultimate cult here? The Catholics are so rich. They have an entire city. They have their own country. The country, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I guess they're rich because they ask for money. Mm-hmm. They can't stop asking All for churches money. ask for money, and there's a little bit of this in mine in my next one. By the way, nothing bad happens in my next time. Nothing really happens at all. I just want to tell you about them. <laughs> okay. Um, I know we discussed last time that Notre Dame was obviously an occultist place, but was it supposed to be Catholic? Yeah. So why are the billionaires paying for it to be remade instead of just the fucking Catholics rebuilding it? I don't know. Yeah. How about you guys just like fucking fix water in Flint? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or how about the one in Canada that's having the water problem? Where's that? Um, There's a First Nations Reserve that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somewhere in the east. Yeah, fix that. Yeah. Cunts. Like, you rebuild Notre Dame. Notre Dame's exciting because it's old. You rebuild it, it's not old anymore. Nobody cares. I did go there, and it was quite beautiful. Yeah, but if they rebuild it, it won't be the same. Yeah. Even if it's identical, it won't be it. it. Can I tell you something about the Mona Lisa? Sure. Disappointing. It's super small? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, do you remember that scene in the Da Vinci Code where they they go in, and Mm -hmm. it's... Yeah, no, it's like tiny and it's in the middle of a room. And it's bright and there's like a bunch of people around. Like, like 7 million people trying yeah. to look at it. And I was like, this isn't the most exciting thing that I've seen here. And it's like, not even that good. It's just a picture of a lady. Well, it's not that it's just a picture of a lady. It is. It's a Mandela effect. Why? Is she smiling or is she not smiling in it? I don't know. That's the thing. Mona Lisa smile, right? Well, I know that she doesn't have eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> she was ahead of her time. <laughs> she was just getting ready for the 90s where people shaved them off and drew them in real thin. And she didn't have time to draw them in before he started painting. Yeah, he was like, bitch, please. She's like, it's only going to take a minute. We don't have time. This painting's going to yeah. take several hours. <laughs> now hold still. Uh, okay, so community, or the community, the Rajneesh Puram. Uh, was in Wasco County, Oregon, on uh, six hundred nope, sixty four thousand two hundred twenty nine acres uh, ranch in Central Oregon near Antelope. It's big. <coughs> uh, it was purchased in nineteen eighty one for five point seven five million dollars, and within the year of arriving, they had started several legal battles with their neighbors, mainly over land use. Um, when they moved there, they stated they were going to be a small agriculture, agricultural community, which would have been great. Mm-hmm. I could get on board with a, like a small agricultural community. Called. Like, like a commune. Yeah, we yeah. could do it. Yeah. But maybe not like recycling my own feces. <laughs> well, what, how do you mean? Like putting it in the manure? Yeah. Oh, well, some, some communes do that. I watched one, like yeah, an off grid documentary. It's not a bad idea. And they did it and I was like. Nope. <laughs> That's how Matt Damon su- survived on Mars. Oh, I know. He made potatoes. And I was like, Matt <laughs> Damon, <of> poop. <laughs> you are at it again, you silly boy. Always getting saved. <laughs> First by Tom Hanks. <laughs> and then again by whatever those people's names were. There's other movies that he has Isn't to get Donald saved. Isn't Donald Glover in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's a good movie. He's the one who figures out how to get the, the ship to him. Good job, Donald Glover. So Isn't good at he things. a rapper now? 
yeah Childish Gambino he's one of my favorite rappers but I did not like his last album <laughs> oh okay yeah I liked him in Community um he's got some good rap songs <laughs> does he take himself super seriously he's, he's pretty good like but like, like is he because he's not the, the funny guy that he once was is he all hardcore rapper now yeah, or is he still funny? I think he's more of a rapper and like a serious actor. But like one of his because um, he literally did stand up. Yeah, but one of his lyrics is even goes about like. Let me see if I can find it. Um, All right, you 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 look. I'll keep reading. Hold on, I can't remember the exact lyric. Um, All right, you keep reading. The land was zoned for agricultural use. But they started setting up infrastructures that were associated with a town, like fire stations and shit. Uh, and within three years, the community had seven, over 7,000 people or around 7,000, I don't know. And they had fire departments, police, restaurants, malls, townhouses, public transport, an airstrip, sewage plant, and a reservoir uh, and a post office with the zip code 97741. Hi, Harlow. And the land use conflict escalated to a bitter hostility between the commune and the other local residents in Antelope. That's the name of the town? Yep. <laughs> Why well, is that a weird name? I don't know. Our town name's Nanaimo. Doesn't mean anything. That's true. Okay, I got the lyric here. So one of his lyrics, and this is from Firefly, which is actually like a really decent song. And it goes... Um, this rap stuff is magic. I used to get called Oreo and faggot. I used to get more laughs when I got laughed at. And so he, it's, it's like a call out. And then he goes, oh, you got a mixtape. That's fantastic. But everybody thought it was jokes, though. They're half right. The joke is I got the flow. So don't act like you ain't sitting there with your friends like it can't be. I know God, Donald Glover. He weak, man. He can't be. So he like legit calls himself out for like the joke and joking and like funny acting and but why can't you be funny and a rapper he is but he's trying to say that is a bad thing well i think because like in the rap community at first he wasn't taken seriously but then he like that makes sense i guess yeah then he like opened for like jay-z and stuff heartbeat's a good song too yeah, reminds me of guy. every single one of my exes <laughs> <laughs> excellent all right so antelope had a population of under 60 people yeah when they people said when the rajneeshes started moving in that's not a town well it's a town the village what do you call it 60 people is like community yeah maybe a community or like that's not even a grad class there's not even a grad class in like cowichan yeah it's like taking less people people than we graduated with putting them in a town and being like (laughs) you're a town now the town existed for retirees to move to a place where they could actually afford to buy a house people with low income basically okay. and farmers um so to stop the Rajneesh from taking over the town they held a vote to disincorporate themselves so they tried to not be a town anymore oh in april 1982 but by the time they tried to do that too many had moved in and the vote didn't pass Fuck. <laughs> yeah and then, uh, where did it go there? Oh, and then in May 1982, um, they held a vote to incorporate the ranch as, as its own town, and it actually was for a while. Hmm. Yeah, they also voted to change the name of Antelope to Rajneesh Piram, which they were able to do for a while, too. Hmm. So they're just taking over. I'm going to vote to name Nanaimo. <coughs> Catalina Holt Town. Good luck with that. I'd vote. I'd vote for it. <laughs> That's the real election we need to be part of. The election that you're not a part of because you're not like a citizen of this town for some reason. I've never changed my address, okay? <laughs> uh, June 1983, the Hotel in Portland, which was obviously owned by those people, mm-hmm. was bombed by an Islamist militant group uh, the Jamaat Ul Fukra, which is a Pakistani and U.S. based Muslim group of about 3,000 members. So that happened. Um, after that happened, the Rajneesh people started uh, carrying around semi automatic weapons as a show of force. 
which is fine. It's totally legal. Yeah. They sound peaceful. <laughs> yeah. But, like, aside from all this shit, if they had just been a farm. Yeah. Didn't, like, the farm that they have, too, like, have, like, shopping centers and stuff in it? Well, I said that while you were reading, but the, oh, they, right. they built all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Infrastructure, like, Sorry, towns guys. and airstrips and sewage treatment plants and a post office. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is that Pops. when I was reading the lyrics? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, man. That's cool. <laughs> uh, there was even rumors of the National Guard being called in to arrest Osho, but it never happened. Um, and during all this shit, there was more and more legal disputes. Um, the Oregon Attorney General, David B. Fronmeyer, said that the city was an arm of a religious organization, obviously. Uh meaning that they couldn't be a city because that would violate the separation of church and state. Oh, okay. That's kind of an interesting fact. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in 1983, there was a lawsuit filed by the state that invalidated their incorporation <laughs> and it stopped any more city expansion. Um, but it didn't stop them from already having everything they already did. Yeah. Uh, no but that, <laughs> because people kept coming in, people love this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Antelope was overrun even more And oh yeah That's when they changed the name From uh, Antelope to Rajneesh uh, Let's see Fundamentalist Christian church leaders Denounce Rajneesh The commune and his followers I guess I could just call him Osho That's a way easier word <laughs> um, And like this whole time Osho didn't talk to the public He was hidden He's a coward. And everything that he had to say was said through his secretary and chief spokesperson, Ma Anand Sheila, or Sheila Silverman. And she was basically the leader of the commune. And she was a real cunt. She didn't try and defuse any of the problems. She was Whenever she talked to the public, she was a cunt. <laughs> Would you call her a cunty bitch face? Mm, no, because that's I think that's a term of endearment. <laughs> Just a straight up cunt is what she was. <laughs> um so in September four so, no, in nineteen eighty five on September fourteenth, fifteen to twenty people and Sheila abruptly left. They were gone. And this uh the following week, Osho had a press conference and he accused Sheila and her team of having committed these heinous crimes that had happened, which included uh, attempted murder of Osho's physician. Uh, they wiretapped Osho to like keep tabs on him. Um, there was some arson in there, and they poisoned 751 people. Wow. With a bioterror attack. They bioterror attack by poisoning like salad bars and shit in restaurants Ugh. i think they'd like spray with salmonella mm-hmm. uh yeah and you know why they did this why dave to rig local elections by wiping out other people and they would have more wow. people on their side to vote wow yeah real solid people um she pled guilty to all these attempts or all these... No, she pled guilty to attempted murder, I should say. And this led to the de- deportation of Osho. A 10-year suspended sentence, which I didn't know what that meant. What's a 10-year suspended sentence? Suspended? Suspended, I don't suspended know. from... I don't know. Maybe sus- he wasn't allowed in the country for 10 years? Oh, maybe. Let's look it up. And $400,000 fine in 1985. And, yeah, there's a lot more, I'm sure on this whole thing and you can find out about it on netflix because i'm not doing any more research i'm not watching it so it's a conditional discharge um involving uh, probation a, pro- a probation order for a period of one to three well this is 10 years um it means that the offender who gets a suspended sentence will have a criminal record and will have to apply for a pardon to have the conviction removed from their record <coughs> Okay, then. Uh, yeah. New facts. Cool. So, yeah, go watch the show if you want to actually know what happened. 
because mm-hmm. it's not that exciting. It's not. It's not like Jonestown. It's, it's still pretty exciting. They yeah, like that's fine. Poison people. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like most of the people there were probably decent people, and then Sheila and her fucking lackeys were just assholes. Yeah, and they're like, mm, yeah, okay. Um, so my next one is a really happy one because I was like, I just don't want to hear about people dying right now. I was like, I'm not in the mood. Mm-hmm. So I literally typed in happy cult <laughs> in an <laughs> attempt to find something. And the first thing that came up was the happy science religion. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of nice. I mean. It has happy in it. There's people in this cult. So it's formally known as the Institute for it. <laughs> there's nothing bad happens. I'm just gonna you t- just said there's people in this cult. <laughs> yeah. I figured nothing bad happens though like, i'm just gonna tell you about them right. if you want to join them go for it if you think that they're gonna steal your money probably it's like scientology and like so they're just they're a cult to like take money from old people i think i don't know i like I, there's nothing extremely shady that like i can overtly find but oh let's hear about it yeah Okay, so they're formally known as the Institute for Research in Human Happiness. Sounds great. They have two educational establishments that include an academy and a university. Cool. They have a political party called the Happiness Realization Party. And I think that's probably like more of what the cult is, is like politics. Okay. Yeah. What do they believe? I guess you're going to get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, This one originates from Japan, and we'll talk a bit more of it. But the uh, Happiness Realization Party has over 20 local counselors. The political party supports Japanese uh, military expansion and use of nuclear deterrence. It is in denial of the Nanjing Massacre, which uh, was a murder and, like, like a mass murder and rape that happened in China um, that was committed by the Imperial Japanese uh, troops during the Sino-Japanese War. And they deny that this happened? Yeah. It's like being Uh, like... Holocaust deniers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's like a... It's a a little shady. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) They also ignore uh, the comfort woman problem where the Imperial Japanese army forced women into sexual slavery in occupied territories during World War II, such as South Korea. It's really interesting how far (laughs) Japan has come from their brutal ways to what they are now. Yeah. But I guess everybody's brutal in war, but you always hear a lot of shit about Japan. Yeah. We're learning now. (laughs) Yeah. Um... They also have views on things such as natural disaster prevention, which that's a nice thing. Of course. Yeah. Urban development. Like, that's a big thing. Uh, Fiscal conservatism and strengthening alliances with the U.S. of A. Wait, hold on. I'm just going to jump back a bit. Mm -hmm. Did you say they're super happy and all this shit? They're denying bad things happen. Mm -hmm. But they're willing to nuke people? Uh, Deterrence. Nuclear. Oh, so they want to stop nukes. Yeah. Okay. All right. My bad. Um, they've released pr- uh, promotional videos claiming that North Korea and China are plotting to invade and colonize Japan through nuclear warfare. Hence the deterrent. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm, no. Does Japan have nukes? I don't know. I think they do. Desiree, right in. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll Google it because there's only a few countries that do. <laughs> Um, they also have a publication division within this with three media entertainment divisions within it. Oh, and three media. Right. So yeah. they make their own publications. They make their own media. Yeah, that's always good. So the cult or religion, whatever you want to call it. Well, all religions are cults. Yeah. Is led by a businessman named, uh, oh, I should have looked up how to pronounce this. Ryo. So it's R-Y-U-H-O. Okawa, which is what I'm going to start calling him. Ryo Okawa. Yeah, sure. Okay. And it was founded in 1986. So um, under their website, he's listed as the founder and the CEO of the Happy Science Group. He was born uh, July 7th in 
1956 in Tokushima Prefecture, Japan. He went to uni- the University of Tokyo and he worked as an international uh, for an international trading company in New York, where he also studied uh, international finances. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 81, he opened up hidden parts of his consciousness known as El Canter, um, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a minute. Um, because it's kind of unclear if he thinks that he is El Kinter, um, like a reincarnation, or if what that, is that though? We're gonna talk about it a little, okay. little bit, <laughs> okay. or if that's just their main, like it is their main deity that they worship. Um, and then okay. again, we'll get into that. So in '86, he gave up his career to establish the um, organization. So that's when it started to become fruitful. However, it wasn't until 1991 when it became a certified religious organization in Japan. Tax-free? Or is that just a... Uh, they're non-profit, so... But, like, religions are tax-free, at least in America. I don't know about other places. I don't places. know about Japan. Yeah. Um, its mission is to bring happiness to humanity by spreading the truth. Which is? That China and North Korea are... Dicks. Dicks. <laughs> so we're going to spread happiness, but not to them. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, the North Koreans need it the most. <laughs> They're probably pretty sad. In order to find happiness, you no- must practice principles known as the fourfold path, which is love that gives, wisdom, self reflection, and progress. It's fair. Those are pretty nice things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he claims to be a reincarnation of Buddha, Jesus, and then um, one article said another religi- religious leader called Yoda, but like that one came from the Vice article, which might have just been like them being sassy as fuck because <laughs> Vice is like the BuzzFeed of Canada. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's Yoda. Yeah. So when I like looked it up, I was like, is this a fucking joke? All I could find was stuff about Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. So they think he's a reincarnation of, well, two different things. Well, it's, That's not how the, the idea works. is that the 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 deity is the first to exist, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. And then just keeps being reincarnated and reincarnated. And the current leader of the happy science cult. Right. So Buddha was a reincarnation of Jesus, or vice versa, whatever yeah. the fuck came first. Yeah, and it's just and now it's him. Yeah, um, but other entities that he's in reincarnation also include Odin and Hermes, et cetera, et cetera. Just basically so anyone. any leader of any head god, mm-hmm. Zeus and shit. Yeah. So the Vice article that I was talking about was by a writer called Celia St. Gilly, um, who went undercover using a fake name to an appointment with the cult. I think this one was in France because a lot of the stuff, like pictures and stuff that they had was in French. Um, Can we get a man on the inside? Yeah. We got people in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> to learn more about joining the cult so he learned from his, the orientation material such as a lecture style video of Okoa called the faith quest in uh i didn't write that word down properly and that doesn't make sense something ages <laughs> partial ages maybe the hidden truth about aliens and the universe so the, oh, i'm in <laughs> so the cult believes that there are various breeds of aliens that we may encounter um, and that people such as George Lucas and D- James Cameron have most definitely interacted with these um, aliens due to Wookiees being represented in Star Wars and the Navi being represented in Avatar. Okay. So maybe they really do believe that he's a reincarnation of Yoda. <laughs> yeah, because of Star Wars. Because Yoda, George Lucas. He's like, true story, bro. Yeah, like, and Yoda was like the head of the Jedi Order. Yeah. <laughs> And furry boys and blue boys just prove that this is all true. Well, obviously, Wookiees exist. It's called Sasquatch. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. But don't worry. The fact that there's aliens out there isn't going to harm Earth because there's a space alliance that forbids interstellar war and attacks between planets. So, like, space NATO. (laughs) (laughs) I never understood when, like, things outlaw war. Mm -hmm. Because it's like... If you want to go to war, you don't fucking care yeah. about the rules. You're like, all right, thanks for the tip, but like, I'm going to do my own thing. Here's a bomb. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So he thinks that we probably already have members of these alien races inhabiting our planet. Of course. Yeah. Reptilian elite. Um, so, yeah. He claims that he knows the true name of God again, which is um, the El Cantar thing, which means the singer in Spanish. Um, okay. I had another piece about that. Okay, apparently I didn't write it down, but... Uh, oh, yeah, I did. El Cantar is the highest god of Earth, the lord of all gods. He was born 330 million years ago and is the same entity being worshipped at different times. So back to that whole thing. being. That's cool. Yeah. That's fun. Another like that. orientation tape uses the word subjected to... Um, well, hold on, what did I write here? What, and it was called... Then it was called... Okay, sorry that that... Um, writer of this article was subjected to was like his exact phrase he's like I was subjected to this oh okay because yeah. he was infiltrating yeah. yeah so he was it was called the rebirth of your hopes which calls out China and North Korea as responsible parties for the decay of Asia <laughs> and the, these the, people really hate yeah. these people and that the Chinese are lazy dumb and full of shit <laughs> like he goes on a rant in this video about it this kind of all goes along with um I'm sorry, but China makes everything. How lazy can they be? <laughs> yeah. And they're like the richest country on the in the planet on yeah. the planet. Um, but this kind of goes along with the whole idea that I'm not saying it's true, mm-hmm. but a lot of people say that the Japanese people are the most racist people on the planet. This man is. <laughs> especially towards China and Korea. Well, now we know. That how do they feel about South Korea? Well, they uh isn't that where they had the comfort woman problem? But you keep men- mentioning North Korea. Is that because they're both communists? Um, in a way, I guess. The, uh, the South Korean was because they were occupying it there, and then North Korea because it's North Korea. But you know, you like they just deny the South Korean thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they but don't they're have not it. actively hating South Korea at yeah, the moment. Yeah, they're, they're like they're okay. <laughs> they're as not as long as they don't bring that other thing up. <laughs> So um, they have like their own Tom Cruise of this cult, um, which is a Japanese actress <laughs> called Fumika Shimuzu. And she abandoned her, all of her current projects like that she's in the middle of filming in 2017 to retire and pursue a full time role in the religion. Uh, wow. She and her parents have been members since she was a child. And then she returned to acting under the Happy Science ARI production company. And she now goes by the name Yoshiko Sengen. Uh, their website boasts the following, that, that there are many members who, before discovering um, happy science, suffered from severe life difficulties such as illness, depression, bankruptcy, or relationship problems. Same girl. <laughs> so these people experienced life yeah. before this <laughs> shit happened. However, once they began to study and put into practice these teachings of truth to reflect on their life. This is literally word for word, by the way. Their life and gain wisdom from their insights. They could guide their lives towards a more positive direction. Members become experts in life through understanding the true meaning of existence. One founded on a path to genuine happiness. Good for them, but stop hating China and Korea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like your neighbor. That sounds like a you problem, but like we don't hate China and North Korea, and that's an us problem. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I guess there is some shit that goes wrong in those countries, but that's not the people's problem. That's a leadership <laughs> problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can sign up to be part of the church through a ten dollar membership donation online. It's called Happiness Planting. So I just have to pay once and I'm in. Yeah, just once. However, Happiness Planting is um, an expression of making an offering in the form of a donation. So it is encouraged to do more of. But um, I don't have to. You don't have to. But you is have... there a place I can go? The like, ch- do they have a place? They have facilities. Yeah. Um, throughout. I thought I wrote it down. Japan. I uh, know they've got Japan, the UK, the US of A. The US of A. <laughs> I love saying it like that. Um, they have... Not Canada? There's some place in India. I d- well, it might be in Canada, but I don't remember writing it down. So 
And I also do not see my note here. So. <laughs> I don't remember writing down, and it's not on here, so <laughs> I probably didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's an expression of making an offering in the form of a donation. It's considered an opportunity to practice the love that gives. And, and the not, hate of China and yeah. Korea. <laughs> And not expecting anything in return. It's also considered an expression of faith and gratitude towards El Cantar. And just so you know, they're listed as a nonprofit organization. That's all. (laughs) Uh, Cults and religions. I mean, like, if it makes you happy, go for it. But it just drives me nuts. Yep. Fuck. I guess just like any other business, they're just trying to make money. Yep. But leave China and Korea out of it. <laughs> <laughs> leave China and Korea alone. They got Chris Crocker crying under a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Yeah, I wonder what he's up to. Trying. <laughs> leave Britney alone. You think it's still about her? No. <laughs> um. All right. I'm going to say we should wrap this up because the kitchen that I'm going to go eat at is gonna close okay so that was fun yeah i missed this i know like we didn't do it for just a week but it's fun to do it yeah it's fun so go fuck yourselves my voice cracked but go fuck yourselves bye friends